Cameron, I want to tell you something. Oh, please. Um, I, th- I think I found my most regretted sentence today. One ticket for Geostorm, please. <laughs> I think that's, that's about the saddest thing uh, any human being can say. <laughs> I ordered mine from a machine. So I, I had the, the, the balls to walk up to a person and say, Motherfucker, I'm seeing Geostorm alone. So, I'm you know. At, well, let's talk about our theater experiences at, on the other side yeah. of the. Uh, of, of, the, of the what? What do we, what of, do the, we? Of, the, of the intro. Oh, the intro. Storms and shit and guys with guns. Also, rocket launchers. There's a satellite. Gerald Butler is running around and talking about his brother and fishing and other bullshit. There's a man and we don't know who he is and he runs away from disaster. I get you some catastrophic storm relief. Here you go. I went to Butler School. My name is Gerard. Hello. Mm, hello and welcome to the catastrophe section to a new sexy intro. This is my sexy voice. Whoa. It's not. Sploosh. <laughs> that's, the, Sploosh. <laughs> that's the worst sexy voice. Hello. Would you like to engage in intercourse? No. Anyway, hello and welcome to the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron and with me as always is Cameron. And today, if you couldn't tell we review geostorm which we just both saw alone in the theater and cried <laughs> oh so much the real uh storm were the tears that torrented down the aisles of the movie theater yes indeed so this is a rare for us usually we watch movies that are old obscure family comedy like yeah so aaron like boo to uh, a medea halloween that's out yes yes let's talk about um first you chose this movie, uh, regrettably. So one, oh, why? No. And oh, two, no, I don't let's regret talk it. about our movie experience. I'm going to start with this. I do not regret this. I I found it very enjoyable. Um, So I woke up at like 11 a.m. to get ready to go and see this movie. And I know everyone's going to be like, 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Ugh. The life of a millennial, right? <laughs> it's like, bitch, I worked to like... eat your avocado toast, princess? Yeah, yeah. like, nah, man, I, I was at work until like 3 a.m., bitch, so... Were you working or were you just playing a game? Both at the time. I was running demos. Wait, for Dad Store? Yes. Oh. Okay. I was running demos of a new game. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, wo- I woke up. I set an alarm to go watch Geostorm Alone. I think that that's some fucking commitment right there. And uh, I sat in the back row hoping no one would be in the back row. And literally the only people to show up all sat in the back row. I had the, the, the at least I had the convenient buffer, one seat buffer to two three people groups one to my left and one to my right with a buffer between them <laughs> so i felt real guilty just fucking cackling like a maniac in the back row whenever they just vomit exposition at you <laughs> or pretend 
pretend they know how computers work. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my movie experience. Did you get looks from them like, oh, he's yes. here by himself. Yes, I did. Yes. I also heard um, someone, um, there were, during one of the trailers, someone said, oh man, that looks so stupid. I'm like, I didn't say this, but I was like, man, you're here to see fucking Geostorm. Are you shitting me? Okay, so let's go, like, I want to talk about mine, but then I want to talk about why people would go see Geostorm. I know why we saw this movie. Yes. I, because unlike your screening, I was like, oh, well, I'm going at two, mine was at 2.20 in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, where I reside, and uh, it's right by a mall, so I was like, oh, well, I mean, maybe people are going to go to church or something, and I'll be in the theater pretty much by myself. The weirdo with the notebook. Yep. And yet I sit down. I have my Coke Zero right next to me. And it's like 15, like the trailers start and people just come in. Like the theater was a third of the way full. Wow. Which, yeah, I did not expect that. And we're not even talking like just young kids that just like came to make out yeah. and just wanted something to watch. These were like adult people. Yep. Including yep, in front of me, the saddest, like, balding, <laughs> 40s white dudes who had, like, beer guts. Like not, like, not a judgment on their lifestyle. Just, like, why are they here to see this? They look like they're into science. And this looks like either they do a podcast about bad movies or they write for a science blog. But they yeah. look legitimately excited to see this movie for some fucking reason. <laughs> and my favorite detail is that... These two parents, I think they were uh, single moms from what I could tell, and they right. both brought their daughters to the movie, like three and four year old kids to see Geo. Yeah, no, there was a child in mine as well. Oh, shit. We're going to teach you about global warming, Sally. Yeah, you right. See, <laughs> the only way to stop global warming is with some sort of satellite Some sort network. of newfangled satellite network built by the man who fought off a bunch of Persians. <laughs> and also told us the ugly truth about that bounty hunter. Ah, and other bullshit. And other movies that are worked into the title of Gabba Dupe. Yep. So let's say that you are a member of the general public and you, okay. Cause this movie was semi-marketed. Yeah. What is the appeal of Geostorm? Um, big budget over the top disaster. Cause like 2012, the movie sold like fucking crazy. Like that made a decent sum of money. Like every disaster movie, People like watching shit blow up. It's the it's the 9-11 effect. After 9-11, everyone's like, let's go watch everything blow up. I mean, it seeped into all our action movies as well. Like, every fucking superhero movie, the city's being destroyed, and all of it blows up, and buildings fall down like dominoes for no reason. Like, people like watching shit blow up. Like, that's it. And disasters. Okay, because there's a movie, like, the most direct comparison in recent years that I could come up with, uh, well, there's two. One is Independence Day Resurgence, which is also from Dean Devlin, the writer and director of this film, but also right. San Andreas. Now, with San Andreas, right, I can understand yeah. it a little bit more because I love The Rock. The Rock is charming. He's in a bunch of mainstream movies. He's worth a shit ton of money. He's got a huge following online. 
But Gerard Butler doesn't have that. So if you're a Gerard no. Butler fan, assuming that you are, there are still such a thing 10 years after 300, why would you go see Geostorm? Well, like the weird thing about Gerard, Gerard Butler's career is he started doing like romantic comedies and shit like that. Like he started off just punching brown people in the face. Like that was his, the, his start. And then like he turned he into London a romantic, romantic comedy guy. And then he does like one or two action movies every so often. And that's it. He's not like ubiquitous or anything because he's just not good. Like he's not a gr good actor. He's not, he's, he is such like just a stone faced weirdo. And who the fuck buys that this guy's like the best engineer slash scientist that the earth has to offer. Like, yeah, that guy with the meaty face that doesn't know how to talk good. Like, yep. Nope. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Did you ever see um, Black Hat with Chris Hemsworth? I did not, no. Okay, this may sound really, like, it's kind of focused on looks, but this hunky, model-looking Australian guy is supposed to be the best hacker in the world. <laughs> like, I'm Thor, but I also have the brain of a supercomputer. And I, and that's not to say that that smart dude, like giant buff guys can't be smart and read books and shit like no not at all but like there's a certain archetype in movies that like it just doesn't i don't buy it i don't buy him especially it's it's mostly the way he talks and his other relationships and shit like that he never proves himself in the movie in dialogue or action where he's like yeah, no, I'm the only one who could have done this. Like, literally anyone could have been like, oh, I read the schematics and, like, I punched in codes. Like, that's all he does is just, like, the. there's one scene where he's like, you hear that sound? That means a fucking Transformer's gone bubkus, and you better fucking watch out, and then that's it. That's the only time where he kind of proves that he is the, the best for the job. And literally anyone with like a, a background in that could be like, Oh yeah, I read the schematics. I know what that is. I know where that is. It's there. And that's a problem. Someone fix it. That's it. That's fucking it. Right. He's only as smart as the movie says that he is. He says exactly. a bunch of brainy stuff. And there's even a scene where, well, we'll talk about it more later, but where mm -hmm. his deceitful brother basically comes to visit him and they haven't spoken for three years. And we know this because they say, I haven't seen you or spoken to you in three years, like multiple times. Oh my dude. The and so, <sighs> so he says, what's that? Oh, what a solar thingamajig. And she's like, no, actually it's a power gigawatt. It's a twin axis solar panel that it can track the and sun. And I reverse the polarity of it to yeah. make it rescreen episodes of sex in the city from outer space to my brain. Oh, I'm perfect. an I'm an overwritten thirteen year old, <laughs> which I hate that fucking trope. Anyway, also okay. Wait, before we get into the meat of the movie, this movie is framed by a post, like an obvious post production um, voiceover sequence where they're yes. like, "What's what's the geostorm? Why is the daughter the one who gets to frame it? She is in the movie for like less than ten minutes." Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she has like two scenes of dialogue, I think. And then we just watch her be sad on a couch while watching TV. Like, that's it. That's all she does. 
I don't know. Maybe she was the cheapest to do voiceovers at the end. Maybe they couldn't get Jerry B. I don't know. Jerry B. Oh, Gerard Jerry. Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just Gerard Butler's like, I'm off punching zoo animals for this the new movie Zoo Escape. Which, by the way, would be great if there was just a Zoo Escape Wait, movie. I was thinking, like, is he doing a Zoo Escape movie? I I fucking would love him to just walk, run around and punch giraffes in the face and have the giraffe talk and be like, don't you dare do that. And then he throws them back in the cage. And then there's some, like, weird semi-foreign guy who has a plot to blow up the zoo or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Anyway... Oh. Besides a made-up oh. Gerard Butler movie. So, spe- oh, go- kind of going back to the trajectory of his career, that wonderful yeah. Gerard Butler career, uh, catastrophe section alum from The Bounty Hunter. Yes. Uh, Jerry B., which you should listen to. Go back and listen to that one. Um, he is doing a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen. <laughs> so he went from beating up brown people to yep. shooting brown people. The most, in, like, so xenophobic. Absurdly in, xenophobic. He's like, why don't you go back to Who Gives a Fuck a Stand? Oh, man, that movie's so dumb. So there's a an article. I'm looking at the Angel Has Fallen IMDb page right now. Yeah. It says, Gerard Butler says Angel Has Fallen is this series Logan. <laughs> well, no. His quote is as, you know, it's fun to watch a city falling or the White House falling, and it's fun to watch it again. And you go, what? The joke would be, what's next? Tokyo? Okay. So let's take it another direction and go go inner world. And it just feels a little more surprising. It was almost like Logan was to Wolverine, is our angel has fallen was to the first two. Because it's not blowing up the city? I guess. That's pretty that much it. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Fuck it. Sure. Why not? Okay. So we should start talking about the actual yeah. plot of Geostorm. So I'll read the plot summary on IMDb. When sure. the network of satellites designed to control the global climate start to attack Earth, it's a race against the clock to uncover the real threat before a worldwide Geostorm hit. Wipes out everything and everyone. Yep. So, okay. so the first scene after the the daughter gives this like, global warming's bad, yeah, they, and then but then we made this, of- yeah, well, but then we fact, made the I fucking think we have satellites. Some audio of the daughter right here as a catastrophe section sample from the movie. Here we go. Play. Global warming is bad, and it happened in this year. But then satellites shoot explosions and lasers and sonic things, and then they stopped. My dad did it. All right. Well, I hope you got as much catharsis out of that as we did in the theater. Yeah, basically that's it. And then the first scene is Gerard Butler, like, getting out of a cab, (laughs) not looking at the cab driver, and handing him money, screaming, keep the change. And he walks up to, like, the supposed security guard. It looks like this scene takes place at a fucking bank. I don't know why it's a Senate hearing. It really does. It looks like he's like, oh, I'm late for my bonus meeting. Yeah, I'm late late to know how I'm going to fucking sell more stock or whatever also you know that you're like it's a great movie when you have the second 
character be like, oh, are you the I, Jake I Lawson? I love that man. <laughs> You're Jake I Lawson. I love this scene. The Jake Lawson. And then he goes on and describes. He's just like, as tornado, zap, zap, hurricane, hurricane zap, zap, monsoon. And then Gerard Butler's like, yeah, zap. <laughs> and then he's like, you know anything from me, man? You just ask. And then he's just like, I don't have a tie on. And then he walks in with the, the security guy's tie. <laughs> But, like, what a fucking way to announce your character to just have some guy just be like, you're that man. You did this. <laughs> I can't believe you're here at the Senate you're building <laughs> where you're going to be delivering testimony. Yeah. This is going to be big. Oh, boy. Look who it is. It is. You've done achievement. You're the best. Like fucking, you, I love that it started with just some dude espousing the greatness of the main character. That is fucking amazing. Um, so he walks into the Senate hearing, and and then like Senate McSenate man, white guy McPolitics is just like, you were late for the meeting, and then Gerard Butler's like, yeah, but it came from space. Chuckle, chuckle. And then he says a bunch of other bullshit about, like, he punched a guy, and then he did bad things on the space station. Oh, Aaron, did you catch the joke where he's like, you know, I never saw anyone up there that looked like you, except for a plumber. There's a plumber that looked like There's you. There's a plumber that looks a bit like you, haha, <laughs> because plumbers are inherently ugly. You can't go into plumbing unless you look like a weirdo. Like, that's... <laughs> what's the assumption here? Why? I, I don't know, like, <laughs> because... If he Plumbers are inherently strange pe looking people. You can't join the plumbing unit union if you're a, if you have just a touch of attractiveness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're thrown way out. Too, <laughs> you're way too conventionally attractive to be part of our union. <laughs> Get out. Exactly. What is this? Yeah, the Teamsters the union. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Ridiculous. What do you think this is? The firefighters? Get the, get out of my fucking plum workshop. Get hit I don't by know a dump work. truck or something and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I wrote down, I don't understand how the satellite system works other than that it shoots away weather stuff, right? Wait. Okay, so there's, there's a couple different kinds, it seems. So it's a net of, like, satellites, right? Right. And then... And then they build different kinds, and different kinds control the weather. Different okay. types of weather. Question. Yes. When does this movie take place? When? Like, is it modern day? Is it slightly in the future? So, in the beginning info dump narration, um, the daughter says that in 2019, a bunch of bad weather shit happened. And that's when everyone just shook hands and was like, yep, satellites. Um, <laughs> so sometime after that. Which was just B-roll of a United Nations session of everyone just voting uh -huh. yes on something. With some little girl talking over it. Convene and then, for a bathroom break. Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, and then uh, Gerard Butler gets fired by his own brother after a minute. And then it's like three years later. So I don't know, 2025. 20, I don't know. Some bullshit. Who cares? Okay. Um, because that would take decades to build and also yes. cost trillions of dollars. Yes. To mass produce a space station, enough weather that, satellites to do whatever to mention, the fuck that that does. Not to mention the space station has manufacturing on board now, which would be more expensive than to build it on Earth and launch it into space because raw material is much more 
dense and more white. Right. I don't get it. Like, why? It's fucking stupid. (laughs) It makes no sense and it never will. This makes as much sense as Harry Hole being the name of your main character. Exactly. Um... So yeah, during the Senate hearing, he he does a bad Senator Buzz Senator Buzzkill. Yeah, he insults Senator White Man. Se- yeah, and and then and, and he fucking he gets fired because his brother gets put in charge, and they have okay. a brother tip we, or something. Can we talk about the him getting a text message from his brother with all those yeah. stop signs like? You yeah. better watch out, buddy. Stop doing that. Like, You're doing a bad by not doing a good. And he says, you know what? People like you need people like me. <laughs> we actually do things. You just take credit. And then he's yep. off the case and cut to three years later. He he literally gets kicked off the case. The space case. Uh, <laughs> he gets off space case. And then he gets fired by his brother. And then it says three years later. And... Well- the Some worst bullshit. part is that he do, he just says, "Little brother, you're great at fixing things. You can fix this, right? I'm Jer- Jerry B." He talks out of both sides of his mouth, but not the front. Well, I don't I don't understand how Gerard Butler. That could talks. just be how he keeps his totally believable American accent. Oh man, he is so bad in this movie. I mean, I get it. It's called Geostorm. Nobody's going to fucking commit here, but I don't know. Oh, um, and can we talk about the egregious use of exposition? Which part? Which one? Which okay. one? It's everywhere. Carrying over into uh, little bro visiting Jerry B at his uh, Florida farm. Yeah. Where he visits daughter, where we already talked about, hey, what's that? Oh, it's a science thing. Oh, okay. You're yeah. just like your dad. Yeah. He's like, aren't you nine? And she says, not 13. You were supposed to be a part of our lives. I guess shit happens. I guess shit happens. Like, yeah, thanks for telling us exactly where you are as people. And then Gerard Butler comes out. You know, we get a good shot of the Coors Light that he's drinking. Ah, yep. Coors Light. Yep. And he's like, I got fired by my brother, lost my family, my house, my protagonist status. <laughs> and now I just build electric cars for retirees. That's what he does. That's what he does now. Fucking all right. So he's like, like something's going wrong. And they f- something about in uh, a village in Afghanistan is flash frozen. Yep. By what looks to be so the name of the satellite network is Dutch Boy. Yep. After the because we didn't get it, so even in the voiceover, the it was named Dutch Boy after the little boy who put his finger in the dam in the dike, and then he to save the village. Yay! Yeah, so it's called Dutch Boy, and then one of the satellites froze a bunch of villagers, and then randomly a UN patrol finds it. I don't know why they did. They just like 40 of them. That That's not much of a like patrols would be smaller, but 40 guys running around in UN vests without their vehicles being marked UN, which is not how that works. Just randomly arrive in random city burg or village burg. City burg, Afghanistan. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then everybody's frozen. And then they're like, my God, everybody fan out. Look for 
weapons or some bullshit. And then they look for condoms. And they're bad. Look yeah, for them. Exactly. So that's when they learn that. Oh no, something malfunctioned on the Dutch boy. Um, then we go we flash to a fucking presidential meeting, and the president, Whitey McWhite, president, President Andy Garcia. Yeah, running around yelling about how we have to do the things before we have to send it off to the international community because th- that would right. be Senator Buzzkill bad? basically said like for the fir- so basically how it worked was that for the first few years the US would have explicit oversight over Dutch boy and then Why, after that though? the 17 nations um I don't see why China and the US wouldn't have joint oversight of it because they both were the leading nations on it. That's but, what okay, it said, whatever. yeah. Also, um, why? Because it, it plots later. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so, they do that and then uh, the, the, the younger brother's like, there's only one man who can save the satellites. My brother! And then he goes and sees him and then he tricks him into saying yes by being like, aren't you like the best guy at the satellites that you well, built? And he also promises like, he's like, I'll do it if I don't got to work for you. And then later he's like, oh shit, I got to work for you. <laughs> he's like, oh, I tricked <laughs> you brother. And he's like, yeah, oh, oh darn, our petty squabble is reignited again. <laughs> Okay, what the so fuck then do we even I don't I don't Dutch understand why they're fighting supposedly malfunctions again in one of my favorite parts of the movie where um so the U whatever su- oversight agency oversees Dutch Boy, one of the scientists yeah. stationed in Hong Kong yep. is shopping and there's a heat wave there and he buys eggs while having a cutesy meeting with a cat jumping in and out of a fridge, and he's like, "Ah, there's a room in there." Is for there me? space in there for me, buddy? And then he leaves, and then he goes then to he, get in his car, <laughs> and he drops his eggs on the ground, and we learn that it's getting hotter because the eggs because fry. the eggs break, <laughs> they they bake, and they g- bake uh, on the ground. And oh my god, you, Aaron, have you heard about the volcanic fault line underneath Hong Kong? Oh, that was an exploding fucking gas line. It was. Because that's how that works. They're not insulated at all. Are you fucking kidding? Do you have any idea what the fucking, like, what's the ignition temperature for gas like that? Like, I I don't know what it is offhand. I'm sure it's not like 100 degrees. Yeah, it's not. And also, we don't know that it's like a gas main explosion until after he's away from like the explosions. Yeah, it's just random fire tornadoes break the (laughs) fucking street. It goes away. It cuts away to Jerry B getting ready to go up to the satellite E. And his daughter says, Dad, did you hear about the gas main explosions in Hong Kong? Wait, really quick. Can we can we say can I just say? That was the most boring destruction of a city I've ever seen. Like, Hong Kong getting blown up was like, man, I don't understand how this scene is boring. Like, buildings are topping up, toppling over like dominoes. Like, it's inherently absurd, so I should at least be laughing at it. But even then, like, 
Nothing. Like the music was off. That I don't know who the fuck that guy is, so I don't give a shit. It's just like, oh no, the CGI city is bad. Aaron, he's, he's scientist man. You didn't get that? <coughs> no, I know, but I don't have any connection to him. He's just a guy who watches computers, I guess. Like, Whoa. that's it. We learn later that he's connected and and knows and knows Gerard Butler's younger brother, uh, Thin Hair McWhite. I don't know his name. Uh, um, Max, but his actor's name is Jim Sturgis. Okay, so yeah, Max. Yeah, he knows Max from college, and that he works on the thing. But we don't know that beforehand. We just think like, up oh, random Chinese guy getting running away from the thing, getting bung. Yeah, like by, almost by getting weather. killed, almost getting killed by an exploding city entirely. Almost getting killed like the Scotsman who's the star of this movie, Jerry. Yeah, Lee. exactly. Um, not to mention the fucking like the that's the in that scene all the fucking buildings topple over like dominoes. That's not how buildings work. Especially like you've got to wonder about uh, China's infrastructure codes if buildings are just gonna fall down like that yeah that seems like those are just poorly constructed and i don't know maybe they should deal with that <laughs> exactly oh but my next like the next part is one of my favorite parts which is that this movie just recycles the deadbeat dad disaster movie trope yep kind of like uh like war of the of, worlds and, and uh interstellar yep yeah, she's like, you don't actually do that much parenting, Dad. And she literally says, I want you back alive. And you're not exactly the reliable type. So not he's a shitty dad. <laughs> and through saving the world, he becomes a better dad, I guess. Yes? Yes. Sure. So when he gets up to the space station, uh -huh. we see hundreds of people, but the only <laughs> team that he overseas is like five four. to six people four, four or five people. people yeah and we're introduced to his uh i'd say love interest like and we see that she has Random a german woman accent who's german yeah. and a german I accent guess they and she like says, each other oh hello with a german accent and there's a german flag on that and he says oh you're the german scientist <laughs> like oh. we couldn't tell from the nobody flag would have known and the accent and then he starts listing off all the science problems with the space yeah. station. And he's like, I did things much better when I was here, unlike a woman leading this place. I, what about all this? I should, you should complain to your science officer. And she's like, I am that. And he's like, that's it. That's the scene. Troublingly grunts. Basically, that's, I mean, that's what he does through the whole movie. It's just satellites, weather, <laughs> president. <laughs> this isn't an accident. And then no, we forgot to mention brother. that someone who takes a thing out of a satellite that was presumably the thing then gets just yep. flung out of an airlock into the void of space. Yep. <laughs> Seemingly out of nowhere. For no reason. I don't know. I mean, they killed him, but it was never like, if, since we killed him, we killed him because of this. They're just like, fuck that guy. We throw him out the airlock. Like, there was never like a reason. Oh, and they also know. have um, Robert Sheehan from, uh, who plays, you know, the bad guy later on who we find. 
yeah. was the only character who had the programming skills to get into there because someone tells us so. And then, yep. oh, the only person who had this, has the skills to have closed that back door was Duncan. And he's like, Duncan? Duncan <laughs> Donuts? Oh. It was my favorite reveal of the whole movie because it's so nakedly obvious. Like, yeah. How do we get him to go beat up what's-his-face? Uh, when he's meeting that crew... Uh, yeah. there's another scene of you're the Jake Lawson, the guy who yep. built this place. And, and they're like, we thought you'd be younger. And then or, he's like, I meant uh, you looked, am I getting fired? <laughs> Laughs all around. So, yep. oh, and then we learn about, uh, Jim Sturgis, uh, Max Lawson, Seeing a Secret Service agent played by Abby Cornish, who exists yep. purely because they want to make the president a bad guy, a bad guy, or you know, uh, they can kidnap the president so that they can make a, you know higher yep. stakes. That's that's yep. it. Like, and they're like, oh, that's, it's so against the use. rules that I'm seeing you, and I would never put my job before you, but I'm going to before the movie's over. Uh huh. But I'm going to, and so are you. <laughs> this is a complex, interesting thing. Yes, so complex and interesting, just like our relationship. <laughs> we fuck. <laughs> yeah, basically. Also, I thought she might have been um, the one of the people on the inside or one of the bad bad guys. Because yeah. when Max is on the phone, she's like, like after the guy gets thrown out of the airlock and... Uh -huh. uh, Jerry B's up on the space station. You see, uh, he's going through the stuff and he's like, this was an accident. She like checks her phone and gets a message that, uh, there's some sort of, um, thing happening and she has to go like do her job at the, pr with the president right. and all that stuff. So she left it like kind of like an opportune moment for it to be like, huh, my eyebrows are raised. Yeah. I figured like president calls meeting, well, she's secret service. You know, I didn't, it didn't raise suspicion for me. Well, just the timing of her checking her phone and then leaving right at the moment where, you know, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I wrote, she checks her phone. There must be, she must be the mole. If they cover up a catastrophic, up a catastrophic failure, there must be a geostorm. A geostorm is a made-up thing. They can't just be like, oh, yeah, we've known about geostorms forever. We got to, this is what it is, and this is how much energy it takes to create one. <laughs> like, it's not a thing. Okay, and it's, can I talk about something that bothers me about the movie? This is such sure. a middle-aged dude's writing about, like, millennials, am I right? With uh, yep. the staff intern. She's like, what are you doing yeah. down in Millennial Village? And she has such lines as, this is like going on a roller coaster eating Chipotle. <laughs> and then uh, correcting um, Max Lawson when he says, you and me are going to get married. And he's, she says, you and I. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> millennials. Those millennials of avocado toasting their grammar books and their <laughs> exact yeah no totally that that character was so absurd absurdly written she's um, like i want in on the action yeah um I, I, 
You know, it is Cocktober, and speaking of cocks, it's time for Talking About Dongs. Hello and welcome to Talking About Dongs. I'm your host, Dongold Glover, get it? Because <laughs> dongs. I don't get it. Could you explain it, please? Well, you see, because Donald Glover is a person who's a man and does things. And then I said, jokingly, dong, old Glover, because penis. I get it. Thanks. You're welcome. That's the show. Goodbye. We interrupt this program for an urgent weather alert with our weatherman, Louis Armstrong. Hey, everybody, it's raining jazz. We got a storm front coming in over Chicago, and you better watch out because it's going to be raining, and it's not going to be good. You know what will help you, though? Jazz and laxative. That's today's weather report. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We now return to the catastrophe section. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, and um, then, so isn't that, go ahead, Jerry B. Uh, and I was furiously writing on my notepad in the theater. I'm pretty sure I got some weird looks. Um, yeah. The he's so he doesn't think so they basically communicate via satellite communication in this. Why do they not just have a computer and a webcam? They have this whole room with a weird room projector. Why? I don't understand and it bothers me. Well, what I don't get is that he tells this whole bullshit story about brother. I'm sorry I didn't park to you for three years, and our dad took us fishing, and he said a oh, thing about geez, I'd, rather, I'd rather uh, catch no fish and spend time with my family than catch 20 fish and be on my own. And then he's like, our dad never took us fishing. And so he, he discovers this whole thing Bullshit to do with code. like a phone number that cut together the length of it and it said uh, it's not an accident can't trust anybody okay so we're to believe that somebody's watching that um that it's not safe to communicate yeah L literally not 15 minutes later jake Lawson, jerry b is back on the thing talking yep. about like guess what we found out about this drive that i got that i we pretended found to all be of these things just basically yelling to the bad guy look at this <laughs> We found out about it. <laughs> so they try to have it both ways. Which is it? Is it is it tapped or is it safe to communicate? They're not even oh, consistent. Boy. Hey, Aaron, my phone is definitely hacked. I'll definitely call you back with all those top secret things later on tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that it'll the hacks are just temporary. They'll, they'll go away. It'll be fine. I'm sure they're only looking when I'm you know not thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. If. Like it's it's only through between the hours of, of of ten and eight. So if, you know if you're not calling during then, then you're good. Yeah, and plus yeah. daylight savings time always throws off hacks, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, that that fucks it up. I knew it. I That's always like, knew it. 
Yeah, that inconsistency is like going on a roller coaster eating Chipotle. It's like that line is incredible. Um, doesn't some other place blow up or something now? Oh, and so they, uh, there's, so there's this drive out on one of the satellites that they go and get. Yeah. And they, a giant robotic arm almost kills them. And the guy who was thrown out of the airlock, uh, they go to his locker before he yahoo hoo hoo out of the, uh, the airlock and the security guard Oh my God. Hold. I'm going to, he, no, he pulls a gun. Why are there guns? Why are there guns in space? Why would they have guns on a space station? Why would they need them ever? Nobody, there's not going to be like fucking Somali pirates fucking shooting up in a rocket. Going (laughs) to board the fucking ISS. Why do you need guns? Why do you need guns on the ISS? You don't. It's more dangerous as we find out when the guy shoots the window and then he gets sucked out the the fucking the window because that's that's what guns do in fucking space. You don't have guns in space. What the fuck? So security guard, I think, thinks uh, French Gerard Butler and Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, Gerard (laughs) Deb Butler, too. (laughs) Yep. Butler two of uh, Electric Boogaloo, um, of course, is responsible for throwing. I think his name was Mahmoud out of the airlock, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, how do you know it wasn't me? Because if it was you, I'd already be dead. I would be dead already." I'd be like, "What? Sure, yeah." And, so he, and so then he's like, he put it in this locker, and he's like, "Thanks, pal." And then he opens the locker, and. That's how they find the virus, and then they go back to the totally unsecure SATCOM. Yep, and they're like, <laughs> we found the virus. Guess what, everybody? We found this. We did it. Yay! Yeah, so that that's isn't this about the time of the of the DNC in the movie? When they fly uh, there. Or no, uh, this is right before yeah. when 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 he's like we got to get the president might be the bad guy because he's the only one with the kill codes for the satellite for some reason. Right. Well, my favorite line of one of my favorite lines of the movie is that when they're looking at the virus in the satellite that the Mahmoud guy found, they're like, there are thousands of storm simulations on here and they all end oh, the same Project way. Oh, Project Geostorm. Oh my God. I, 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 it was so I loved it when they're like when they first said Geostorm I was uh, inside I was just like yes <laughs> like said it. I I think it was uh the guy who's in China the scientist man who yeah. is like on a in a conspicuously empty <laughs> uh government official place and he's yeah. going over and he's talking to Max Lawson on the phone and he says if uh, the the president can override it. They can do this, and it can literally cause a geostorm. And he's like, a geostorm? What's that? And he's like, and he's a like, a geostorm. It's like a lot of storms together that just feed into each other endlessly until we all die and then fuck each other. Yep. Like, yep. Exactly. And then, and then government shooters show up, and then he hides in a closet. Yeah, random and they totally guys just walk there. in with guns and fucking f- beef McChisel face. Is just like I'm a bad guy. You don't know who I am yet. So 
and then the Chinese man runs away and he's like, I'm being almost killed. <laughs> I'm being almost <laughs> killed. Okay. And then we got to go to, as soon as he calls Max Lawson. Yeah. He says, I figured it out. As soon as he says, I figured it out. I'm like, either he's going to be he's found dying. dead. Yep. Yep. But no, they went for the stupidest. I love his death scene. (laughs) There's just like a rude person that shoves him. Shoves him into a road. They didn't even know that there was going to be a car there. And he's just killed by a car. He, I mean, it, it's he, he's like dressed up as a bad guy. Like the the guy who pushes him is in bad guy attire. But I like to think that it's just like some prankster or just like a rude person that's just like well, I don't like Chinamen throw into traffic. <laughs> like I, it's he just gets pushed. They're waiting for him like, at like a cafe, and a, then and then a the government the, the, assassin. Whose yeah. job is to kill people in secrecy pushes a scientist with a hundred witnesses in plain sight in right front into traffic. Of a car, and nobody's like, "Get that guy!" Yeah. Also, they're 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 walking over. They see him about to cross the street, so they watch him die. They're just like, "Hey, we're over here!" Just yelling at him, and he waves back, and then get pushed in. Like, oh no! <laughs> oh. And then he, and then he just whispers some, I don't even remember what he says because it doesn't matter. I, I was hoping that he was saying Geo Storm. Geo Storm or Project Zeus or whatever the fuck. Um, oh, that, maybe that he, must have been what it was. Project Zeus. Yeah, probably was. And then the Secret Service lady runs and starts uh, and is about to just shoot at cars randomly. <laughs> right. Because uh, she actually goes after evil push traffic yeah. man but like what if that wasn't the guy and she just starts shooting down the street shooting down the street yeah so like th- that guy dies in a fucking silly like everyone else dies from like 600,000 lightning bolts or seven tornadoes tear through the city or all the gas veins explode. Ah, he was just pushed in front of a car by a guy. Like <laughs> what a fucking uneventful way for him. The, probably the most important character to die. Like everyone else who dies is just like, Oh no, CGI extras. Ah, darn. Yeah, and, and he, he just gets get fucking, space, he gets he like get lightly airlock. pushed into traffic. Oh, I love that scene. Gee, I sure hope he gets over here to be able to give us the rest of the plot details. Oh, oh. no, he didn't get over here in time to get us the rest of the, plot. the plot details. Oh, God, that's not good for us, the heroes. <laughs> okay, so apparently the international intrigue. So at this point, we're to believe that President Andy Garcia is uh-huh. getting the government in some way to make Dutch boy the satellite system malfunction so that it makes it so that he doesn't have to hand over the unilateral control of it over to the 17 partner nations yeah. in the next few weeks. Yes. By killing hundreds of thousands of By people. millions of people. Yeah, millions, yeah. 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 But, so like that's the plan that's apparently what their hunch is. I mean they're wrong in the end obviously cuz you know they would be 
Um, but like, so the next thing they do is they're like, oh no, we got to get the Project Zeus files. I'm going to go ask the lady that I'm fucking because she's just here to advance the plot for me. Like, <laughs> and then they, they go to the ser- secret service lady because sh- she apparently for being a secret service person, why do they have access to like secret files about oh, government? The White House shit? server. Yeah. Why do they have that? I could see why she would have access to the White House server, but I don't see I don't know. They just signed. It doesn't their way make sense. It. This movie broke. It's very science, dumb. Okay. All right. Fair. Just I, sure. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. It shoots down weather. That's what I wrote down. That's how it works. <laughs> Zap. Well, they explain Monsoon. one of Zap. The, the, one of the bad guys explains the the sonnet one of the types of satellites where it's like yo man it shoots sonic waves until it freezes shit and i'm like that's not what sound is <laughs> you've never heard Nor of is, sound cooling that would do more sound is the moving of air inherently having fucking energy that would heat it up heat things up if anything that, that that's the exact no that's not how that works oh god but Aaron, he's a smart scientist. It says so in the script. Okay. Also, there's a line that says, you're asking me to do this for the brother I haven't seen in three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The, oh, God. The also, I was surprised that they wonderful. actually named uh, the Democratic Party in this because usually when they have a president man or president woman they don't usually name the political party that they belong to. Yeah, I was to. surprised at that too. I was like, huh. And so I actually looked it up and Dean Devlin, I'd think that it was like goddamn Democrats and their Yeah, but then change. they turn out to be the good guys. Yeah. And uh or at least not the bad guys. Well, apparently Dean Devlin is a do- was a donor to Hillary Clinton's election campaign. So Oh, okay. And this movie wasn't even supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out when Obama was still president. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, this has been delayed forever. So, uh, um, so I wrote down that the, the explanations for even the most ridiculous science defying things is very poor. So in something like Star Trek, they can say, oh, we're going to move the photons so that they're like non-lethal. All right, got it. I, you know what you're talking about and you communicated it to me, even though you I don't know. You sound like you know what things are. Go Jerry do B them. goes, the polarity reducer causes the flux capacity or Gertiga. Gert- Gert- the tr- nope. transistors don't have enough resistance to stop the flow of photons. Gerard, and then no. he's like, the, and then all I got was blah, blah jargon. So they'll knock out the other satellites. Oh yeah. Yep. Basically. And then other satellites knock out the other satellites. That's all he did. Yeah. All he did was like, let's use these as missiles. <laughs> how is he smart? I, I don't understand how this character is supposed to be smart because he uh, built it by himself. He is the Jake Lawson. Haven't you heard? Oh shit. You're right. He is the Jake Lawson. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. We, I forgot the black, the black guy in the beginning said it. And then the other guy who was worried about getting fired, he said it. And then some other guy was like, Oh shit, Jake Lawson, you built the thing and are great. 
Forgot oh, about that. Also got to love that great President Andy Garcia speech where he says, United we stand, united we can. That's all we get from that's, his political speech. That's his whole speech is just a fucking line. It's a tagline. The fucking, the, the, the slogan for his campaign. <laughs> okay. And so now we get to the part where Duncan, who is apparently the only one with the programming skills to override the back doors to the system, according uh-huh. to them. And then he, to someone, get, yeah, he gets thrown. Oh no, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. This is so first off we have like Rio de Janeiro gets or Brazil, whatever. I think it's that city. In yeah, that, that's it. Some Brazil place gets hit by cold. And oh, then we and, watch a lady run away from a plane that Dubai falls from the sky. Dubai gets a biblical sized flood. Yep. And then there's just a, a, a businessman, Saudi guy who walks over to a window and then later they cut back to him and he is relieved. That's the only people we see. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in a huge building. <laughs> oh no, those millions of people died down there, but I'm doing business up here and I'm fine. Oh, woo. <laughs> This is not going to be wait, good for wait, tourism. Wait. The start, the first shot to that disaster is just a guy <laughs> getting guy on a camel, camel. And then he just like turns around and <laughs> over the dunes, there is a massive wave. And he's like, oh, no, camel, go faster. It's amazing. I love that part because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> What's your plan? Run away from the massive water. Quick, camel, save oh, me. jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's when they're like, oh, no, it's ramping up. And then it, that's when it, the, the best counter in the movie shows up where it just flashes on screen where it's like percentage chance of Geostorm and then it fills all the way up on red danger bars and then it just flashes time to Geostorm. And, yeah, and 90 and minutes, okay? This movie is yep. like... <laughs> is, a, is an hour and 47. <laughs> and yet so, they start that at the hour and 20 minute in the line for the 90 yeah. minutes. And then... In the fucking dumbest part, arguably the most infuriating part, they activate the self-destruct on the ISS, which they built and put in for no reason. Well, Gerard Butler's like, in case it falls back to Earth, and it's like, yeah, it's going to break up on re-entry if that ever happens anyway. You see how flimsy? Like, it's not It's not that solid. It's made out of, like, aluminum and shit. Well, you know what I mean. Like, it's not like a giant rock. It will break up in atmosphere. You don't need to put a fucking goddamn self-destruct button in there in the most fucking tropey of tropes. Self-destruct button. And that's when they learn, like, who has self-destruct button Plans and codes and permission. It's gotta be Ed Harris. It's gotta be that guy. Duncan. And then he runs. Also, yeah, and th- did he yep. do this? He mentioned something about scientists not getting paid enough. Yeah. You know how much a scientist get paid? Not a lot. <laughs> That's it. That's what he mentioned. And, and then Gerard Butler just punches him in the face twice. And then once again, guns in space because. 
nothing besides why guns in space? Fuck you, guns in space. That's when he shoots the window on accident. You're going to take my space gun out of my cold. Yeah. And then dead Duncan hands. gets sucked out. He gets sucked out into space. And then Gerard Butler's like, who? We got rid of the bad guy. Even though if he was still alive, he could have stopped the self destruct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then he calls his, his brother on the complicated com communications room that could just be a computer with a screen instead of a room. That's still, I don't understand why they need that. Um, and they, um, he's like, man, we got to get to the, the they're going to do this. And we found the virus and the thing, and it was a guy on here. And then the um, Max is like, yeah, well, I've been running through the Project Zeus, and with the last three locations, there's only one possibility left of all the possible situations because that's how this fucking works for some reason, and it's going to hit right here at the DNC and kill the president, and then the bad guy is going to be the next president somehow. Yeah, this is just like X State of the Union. Oh, Jesus. It's the same plot. Except for, okay. Well, not really at all. So, well, I mean, the end whole goal. kill everybody. So their yeah. plot is for it to look like an accident. From, yes. Okay. Explain to me how a laser directly pointed at the Kremlin looks like a fucking right? accident. The, the rest of them are like, oh, it's weird weather. And it's like, there's a lot of tornadoes. That could be weird weather. The heat wave blowing up the things and the the the, the tides, and then it cuts to Moscow, and it's just like big laser, <laughs> big laser directly big la on it's the a laser, and it's big. <laughs> like also, Ed Harris wants to be the president of a ravaged world. He's like, all of yeah. our enemies will be dead, and I'm like, okay, which yeah, do you, you think too, are your though. enemies? <laughs> you too would be. What are you talking about? Right, you get to be the president of the ashes. Like what? I, I love that the they couldn't think up another disaster except for big laser. Like not like laser beams. That'd be good. That's a very. We've, uh, we've done hot. We've done cold. We've done wet. That's all that weather can do, right? <laughs> oh yeah, there's wind. Let's put that in it in India. What about Moscow? Big laser. <laughs> fucking lazy motherfucker. You couldn't just like infinite snow or I don't know, a big dicks falling out of the sky. Just big lasers. Flopping, like, oh yeah, clearly out. the Americans with the satellite control are shooting a big laser at us. Like that's clearly what this is. This is not, everyone knows what you're doing. You idiot. <laughs> that's not a weather. A laser is not a weather event. God damn it. Oh, and also ridiculous. we have to mention how all the good guys drive smart cars because yes. scientist uh, guy from China. I don't know his name. Sorry, listeners. Um, he was, he his, was in for two minutes. It, yeah, and got his pushed. Tesla was plugged in at the beginning. Egg meltdown in Hong Kong for the gas main. Yeah, he was in, and he also, was in a smart car. There's a smart taxi and he's like, it's the only one that I could get when they. It's uh, a self-driving electric taxi. That they drive themselves later. And somehow she turns the car around. 
shoots all the bad guys by shooting continuously at least 20 shots with yep. a semi-automatic with pistol. With a handgun, yes. Yeah, and, and, and like, then the president's just like, marry her! <laughs> I, okay, I am obsessed with that part, and I'll, we'll, we'll get to it. So, basically... They she she calls in a fake shooter and then shoots some bullets into the air because that's how a fake shooter works is you make a real one yourself. Um, and then he's, she's like, code bad president. Get away from. And then she's like, she she grabs the president and knocks out another guy and is like, sorry, president, you're coming with me. We need your fucking bitch ass codes. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> and then they get in the smart car and drive off. And as soon as they get out of exploding distance, the entire like stadium where the DNC was being held explodes from lightning. Well, somehow Aaron, that kind of describes the perils of the financing of the DNC currently. <laughs> I don't understand. They, these guys don't know how lightning works. And there's just lightning hitting everywhere. Like it's just, well, that just makes, have it okay. hit there. They have it go there. Lightning hitting everywhere is kind of implicit. Like, I get it. They're absurd-sized storms and extreme and all that shit. So if you saw some guys getting fried from the lightning, I would get it. But, like, three lightning bolts hit it at the same time, so it blew up the whole building. No. It's not how that works. Not to mention, so they drive away, and they're like, oh, no, all of the people. And then they just keep driving and don't care and then start cracking jokes about marrying her instead. And then, no, okay, here's why I love this scene and I think is the best, the best part. They are running away from the storm, which has lightning. All of the cars are blowing up around them despite having rubber tires and being insulated kind of from it. Whatever, that, fuck it, magic lightning that's basically laser beams at this point. So they drive under a thing and they're just like, oh no, the lightning and the cars, how could this get worse? And then bad guys pull up and they're like, I know how this could get worse. Gun! Like, <laughs> not only are they being like giant lightning exploding everything from the sky, cars just fucking going everywhere somehow. I don't know how they're going everywhere, but they are. And then there's just like, I know how more danger this could have. We have a gun. Like, <laughs> that's not really ramping. That's the least ramping up of stakes that you could put into this movie. Like, they could have been like, yeah, well, we're going to hack in and put a tornado in front of you or some other bullshit. Like, it's like, no, just chase them and shoot at them like normal. Like, <laughs> I love that part. That made me just fucking... Oh, it's so dumb. I love the part where it cuts away from the like the taxi, and then Ed Harris pulls up with his uh, goons, and he's like, I can't wait. I'll be president, doggone it. I can't wait to do this. And then he pulls an RPG out of the yeah. back of the car and fires yeah. at it. He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, we've got the president's location pin, and he's coming this way. And then because we realized that, oh, no, they said self-driving car that it doesn't have everyone in it. And then they get him. And then a trillion police show up. Literally, every policeman from everywhere shows up to arrest two men. 
We just got back from the Blues Brothers set. Here where? we are. No, seriously. Where are all of those cops from? Where They're were just... they? And where were they when the president was what? getting kidnapped? Or like, are they? Because presumably police HQ is in the middle of the city that is getting exploded by lightning magic. Who the fuck are they? How did they get there? How so many? Why? Also, Ed Harris tells everyone that, like, we'll defeat all of our enemies and we'll no longer be a bank disguised as a country and we'll go back to 1945. <laughs> where we're a shining city on the hill. Oh, and also he's like, how did you know how to track me? And, you know, kind of lampshading over it, he goes, because I'm the goddamn president of the United States. I'm the oh, goddamn okay. president. <laughs> Literal line. Like, just because... Yep. Uh, I hold a position of authority. I was elected. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> Fucker. Um, also, when, when uh, Max is like, I know what my brother would say in this situation. Punch in the face. And then oh, he's yeah, like, take him away, officers. He hates politicians because he punches them in the face. Because <laughs> they said he did earlier. And then he punched another guy in the face. Yeah. So they get the bad guy and then they run run to the president office or Cape Canaveral or whatever the fuck and they're like, "Hey, here's all the biometrics because the president is the kill codes for I don't know, no reason. Why is he the only one with kill codes? I don't know." Um so then the, he uploads his fingers and his hands. biometric stuff to yeah the, to jerry to B. his and he's like their magic sorry chief scientist uh i've got to stay yeah. here my brother will be the only one who will yeah, trust who with will the trust codes. Me with he'll codes. definitely won't trust a woman with that yeah so then they they get the codes on his magic smart glass or whatever the fuck is the those things are and then he's like I gotta run down to the place where th to do this. And then a bunch of other self-destruct things happen. And he gets in a suit, a space suit, and then floats around for a while. And then he gets there and he's like, oh no, it's so close to time to Geostorm and exploding that this is bad. And then the, the German lady shows up somehow and is like, it's this door. Remember the callback to the thing that this podcast didn't mention earlier? Ha 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 ha. It wasn't important. And then she opens the door and then they get in. And then he puts his, he, t he just touches his magic computer device to a screen. Because that's not how anything works ever. Because people don't understand how computers go. And then it's like, oh no, we got to wait for all the satellites to shut down. And then we pull a leather, a lever or something, and then it's, mm. and then they do, and they're like, oh no, counting down to Geostorm, and then it counts down to Geostorm, and a second before, oh, they did it, but it's still exploding, so they get inside a satellite, because apparently when you build a satellite, you build space for two humans inside. Why? Fuck it. Um, I, I don't know. So, yeah, then they, they get out and they're like, oh, no, he's dead because the thing blew up. 
And then they see the thing, and he's like signaling with thrusters. I don't know. Whatever. I was hoping that he would actually die, but then they cut to daughter in Florida, where yeah, uh, mom's like, where her mom's like, "Have you heard from your dad? His place is going to get." Oh, destroyed with the weather. And she's like, he promised he would come back, Bobby. Yeah. And she's like, she's not, he's not there. He's there, points to TV. And the ISS is exploding on TV. And they're like, oh, no. They say it at the same time. And then uh, laugh track and cut to commercial. Do you have prostate bad? Here's pill, wait, and then it cuts back, and they're wait, wait, like, "No, no, no, we gotta have that whole commercial for context." Oh, okay. Do you have prostate that's bad? Yeah. This here's a pill. Wait, it, what are the side it effects? It might fix it. If not, here's it'll probably make you poo weird, not bad, just uncomfortable and and weird. Um, so why should I take it? Because your prostate's bad. Bad how? Like inflamed? I don't know. You said it was. You asked if it was bad, and I said, well, kind of. Yeah, so you need to take it because, you know, we gotta we advertise drugs in this country for some reason. Uh, okay. Ta put it in your mouth. How How often should I take it? Always, here's more. Oh, wait, shouldn't I get a doctor's opinion? I'm not one. Here, take them. This seems highly unethical. Get I, out, I don't... goodbye. Thanks for wait, your money. Wait, can I have your business card? Prostate drug. <laughs> Scene. Yep. So then they get rescued by the guy, and he's like, Remember, it was me, the Mexican. He literally points to the Mexican flag on his shoulder, and he's like, me, the Mexican. He just says that, and then he's they're rescued, and then they all smile and happy and shit themselves <coughs> or whatever. I don't, I don't get how they figured this to be a win. Everyone's all happy at the end, but millions of people died. And trillions of dollars in property damage. So, so many places are just crippled now. I don't understand. They're as crippled as the financial quarter, the quarterly statements of all the investors of this movie. <laughs> Get it? Because bad movie. Also, expensive movie, not going to make back its budget at all movie. I mean, could do good in China. I don't think it'll help enough. Yeah, well, you're a prostate drug. Uh, probably. Uh, wasn't this movie like 300 million or something crazy? Oh, uh, we'll go into that after. It's like a shit pile of money. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that that's like the whole plot is they get back and he's like, we're going to be better brothers or some bullshit. And then they go fishing and they're like, Fishing, fishing. So, yeah, they're just like fuck this, <laughs> and then they walk away. I've it always opens, hated baseball, but I love popcorn. But I love popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's abduction, isn't it? Yes, it is. Audience, I go watch it. love abduction. Abduction. Anyway, that's probably a movie we should do. There's a bomb in the oven. 
There's a bomb in the oven. Bang! Anyway. Um, yeah, that's like the whole thing. That's oh, you want to know something funny is that I basically stayed until Jer- Jerry B and uh, scientist, German scientist were like falling through space where all, there was all the explosion noise, you know, because space. And right. I just was like, well, I got to go to the bathroom. And I just came back and they're fishing. <laughs> I mean, you missed nothing. I don't know. I missed all that great looking CGI, didn't I? No. After that, they're just like, the Mexican guy saved you. And then they land and they're like, everyone's happy. And then they fish. You missed nothing. Did he really say it was me? The Mexican? Yes. No, he's like, remember the Mexicans or something. He just said something about I am Mexican and saved you. That's basically it. <laughs> oh, we forgot. We forgot the one scene where the robot arm goes crazy and kills people with the satellite inside the station. I sort of talked about that. But like, who cares? It didn't matter. And it didn't kill anybody. Yeah, they were just like, oh, no. Oh, it's over. Okay. Like, that was it. That that was the whole thing for that, that part. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's it. That's, yeah, that's the uh, movie. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's render our verdicts. Aaron, does this movie belong in the catastrophe section? Uh, I think through sheer force of absurdity of plot and heavy-handed exposition, yes. Well, because I didn't actually hear about the gas man explosion in Hong Kong, I have to say the same. It is inducted. Gavel, gavel. Yes. Woo! We did it. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment, which is uh, the counterpoints or stuff. So, Aaron, this movie has a certain percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. What is that percentage? Um, wait, you already said it 30. Oh, it's 13. Oh, I thought you said this movie has a 30% on Rotten Tomato. No, I said certain. It now is 30 or whatever. Okay, so 13. Good. Yep. Five fresh, 33 rotten consensus reads as lacking impressive visuals, well-written characters or involving drama. Geostorm aims for epic disaster movie spectacle, but ends up simply being a disaster of a movie. Um, it's true. Very. Yes. And it doesn't even have a character named Harry Hole. No, it doesn't. All right. But I'm, I probably had more fun with it. I haven't seen the snowman and I don't think I will for a long time, but I doubt it's as fun as Pro- this. Probably not nearly as fun as this. But I mean, to be fair, where we love, just we just laughing at tropes and absurd exposition and you know a lot of people don't oh dad it's so funny that you're an absentee emotionally unavailable mess (laughs) i'm an overwritten 13 year old who in reality would just be like yeah whatever dad yeah whatever Whatever. dad i'm gonna drink your coors light when you're not looking yeah your coors light your delicious refreshing coors light when you're not looking yeah, exactly. Like brought to you by the, Shaquille O'Neal. I battle with knee pain. Do you know what I use? Delicious, refreshing cause light. It's me, Shaq, from the knee pain commercials and nothing else. Not even the video game where you fought a mummy. That was because of the 
knee pain commercials. Wait, it, why was it because of the knee pain commercials? I'm the best. Okay, uh, what do you want to tell us about Coors Light? Does it taste good? It's delicious and refreshing. All Me. Right. Battle do you do you battle with knee pain? I do. I battle. I battle with knee pain, and I drink the course light. Well, that doesn't sound like you take your That's job course lightly. I get it. <laughs> Shaq, was that the course light that made you do that? Sure. Oh, is your prostate bad? Well, here's a drug for that. Oh. Oh boy, I'm also a sponsor for prostate drug. Put it in your body. Who knows what it does? But since I'm famous, you'll listen. Hooray. Now buy it anyway. We now return to the catastrophe section. <laughs> Thank you. All right, You're Aaron, welcome. what is the audience score of Geostorm on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to guess 30. It is 47. Oh, shit. Well, it did just come out, so it doesn't have a yeah. whole bunch of them. But so yeah. far, it's 47% liked it based on an average of three out of five uh, with 12,896 user ratings. So that'll probably even out in about a year or two once people actually yeah. get to vote on it. Um, Exa yeah. This movie has a certain number on Metacritic. What was its Metacritic's score? Oh, probably like 13. It was 21. Okay. Good. Uh, IGN actually gave it the most positive review of the critics, and it said Geostorm is as dumb as you think, but more fun than you expect. What'd they give it score-wise? 65. That I feel like that's yeah. That's about that's that's about right, I think. Let's see if I can find any of the uh Good user reviews. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of like this one. This one says, There be their bell cloud, gave it a zero and said, Wow, I hope Gerard Butler watches this and uses it to figure out what to do with his career. He can be a good actor, but his choice of movies to get involved with are mind-boggling. As far as Mario Vision saying it was a pretty solid movie, that's just damn insane. <laughs> sure, I don't know who Mario Vision is. Probably just but okay. user on here. All right. Uh, okay, so this movie cost a certain amount of money to make, Aaron. How much did it cost to make? Isn't it like three hundred and? 50 million it is less than that oh okay what is it it is 120 million i thought it was like way more than that well it's probably more than that but the it cites an article from deadline that puts its budget as reportedly uh 120 reportedly yeah so it's probably more based on their resh reshoots and then exactly because this has been this has been um in development for fucking ever 
Yeah, and Aaron, how much move? Okay, so this movie has only been out for a weekend. Aaron, how much money has it made so far at the box office? Well, it wouldn't um, be today, right? Like, it wouldn't count today? Well, the estimates came out today. Roughly how much did it make opening weekend here in the United States? I don't know, maybe $4 million? It made $13,300,000. All right. And it's already made uh, $49.5 million in other territories, including, let's see, how mu- I have the amount that it pulled up in uh, China. Yeah. Give me a sec. Okay, so it made 36.4 million overseas in 50 territories this week. Um, and it's going to make about $64 million worldwide. Uh, and it's actually projected right now to lose about $100 million overall. <laughs> yes. So it's probably going to top off at about 40 to $46 million at most, which is not good. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's not like it's a great movie. Uh, let's see. What else here? Um, it has a cinema score of a B minus. Roger Ebert's okay. website, uh, critic that's Peter weirdly high. Subzinski wrote, gave it one and a half stars and said, stating that the real disappointment about Geostorm is that it doesn't even work as the camp suggested by the trailer. They lack the lavish visual pyrotechnics, nor the wit or style to make the destruction slightly memorable. Um, yeah. Someone from Kermode and Mayo's film review says that it takes stupid to a whole new level. Honestly, and I say this, I think it's the stupidest film I've ever seen and said that it's more stupid than Angels and Demons, and that's not a phrase I thought I'd ever say out loud. <laughs> so this movie came in second at the box office behind Tyler Perry's Boo 2, A Medea Halloween. What else, no, what else came out this week? Nothing? The Snowman. Oh, well, yeah, that's garbage. And then carryovers included Happy Death Day, which I saw and was not very good. Um, yeah, I didn't think it would be. Only the brave, whatever the hell that is. The foreigner with oh, Jackie the, Chan. It, the, yeah. Uh, only only the brave is that firefighter movie. Oh, don't care. Don't don't like since fireproof. I'm like firefighters are forever sullen for me. I never I never saw fireproof. So okay. Yeah, we did. Oh oh right yes I forgot that was the name of that. That was amazing. Never mind. I should go see it now. I mean, it won't be as fun, but yes. <laughs> Uh, it came in seventh. Snowman came in eighth. American made came in ninth and Kingsman came in 10th. And that's still showing. Holy shit. Yep. So, um, let's go to trivia. So the film underwent reshoots, uh, under the auspices of Jerry Bruckheimer, who was brought in at a producer at a late stage. Um, reportedly the extensive reshoots, uh, featured new material written by Leda Calagridis were helmed by CSI alumni Danny Cannon over a two-week period at the cost of $15 million. Okay. Uh, this is Dean Devlin's first directorial debut. It was originally supposed to come out on March 25th, 2016, 
But later in August 2014, Warner Brothers canceled the March 2016 date for the film and replaced it with Batman v Superman. On on December yeah. 11, 2014, WB shifted its live-action animated Jungle Book Origins to 2017 and gave its previous date, October 21st, 2016, to Geostorm. In September 2015, the studio moved again moved back the film to release on January 13th, 2017, and it has once again been rescheduled uh, per its trailer, uh, according to the trailer on the Kong Skull Island DVD. And it was originally set up at Paramount Studios, but was moved to Warner Brothers. Jesus Man, this Christ. has been passed around. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, so a lot of the NASA scenes were apparently filmed at a NASA facility in New Orleans. Um, okay. And several cast and crew noted, especially the extras, while being on set, that producer and lead star Gerard Butler kept forgetting all of his lines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the time he just speaks bullshit. So I don't. I mean, He's I don't just blame like, him. Uh, jargon line. Okay, so let's go into what Dean Devlin has been has worked on before. So his credits, yeah. include. He wrote the screenplay for Universal Soldier in 1992. He wrote oh, the screenplay great. for Stargate in 1994. He wrote well, the screenplay good. for Independence Day, uh, the Godzilla movie from 1998. Um, oh. This TV show good. called The Visitor, um, an episode of Leverage. He's also credited for based on characters by in Universal Soldier directed DVD sequels. He wrote an episode of The Librarians. He wrote Geostorm. And he also has, he also contributed to the screenplay for Independence Day Resurgence. All right. And nothing, nothing exceptional. Nope. Not, not at all. Nope. A lot of just middling. Filth. He was also a producer on The Patriot, Eight-Legged Freaks, Cellular. Oh, good. Talk to me. Who killed the electric car? Which, which is a documentary, I guess. Flyboys. Okay. That, that's about it. And now he's All directing right. a movie coming out called Bad Samaritan. Okay. Which stars David Tennant and Robert Sheehan, who played uh, Duncan in um, Geostorm, and it's it's about a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive in a home they intended to rob. So probably not going to be very good. Probably well, not. Well, he doesn't have a screenwriting credit, so it could be good. So, maybe, but probably not. Probably not. Oh. Oh no, it's not. Okay, I was looking at the screenwriter, and it said the Postal Service, and I was like, oh, the Postal movie that uh. What's that guy? The German director? Yeah. In the name of the uh, Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. I was thinking that he was like the screenwriter for that. And I'm like, ooh, he wrote something. And then, no, not the case. I feel like the best part of the movie going experience for me today was seeing the Disaster Artist trailer. I didn't see the trailer for that. Oh, it was in front of mine. Sucker. Oh, I, I win. Guess I'll just have to watch it online like most Well, yeah, movies. but I'm just saying like, oh, 
And the, that was the best part. And the other screenwriter has only written on the librarians TV show, leverage, talk to me, judging Amy, Felicity, level nine. And this is his first feature probably. And hopefully okay. last. Yeah, probably. And he's also a producer on NCIS New Orleans. It's fucking another one. Okay, so Aaron, Dean Devlin has been nominated for a few Razzies over the years for some of his projects. What were some of those projects that were nominated for Razzies? Uh, I'm going to say Independence Day Resurgence probably got a few. It did. Um, What else? Fuck, I don't remember the rest of his movies. Dick goes to Fuckwood. Oh, no, that one actually won an adult Emmy. Yeah. Uh, an Emmy? An adult Emmy. Okay. It's like when they fuck on TV for br- for brief periods oh, of time. Oh, f- for, for briefs? They're wearing briefs? Yeah, they're like, here's underwear. Joke. Oops, I shat myself. Better fuck. Great. Uh, oh, Godzilla, definitely. 1988. Yep, Godzilla and Independence Day. 1997. <laughs> The original, really? Yeah, the original. Nominated for worst written film grossing over $100 million. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. 1999, nominated for Godzilla for worst picture and worst screenplay with Roland Emmerich. And 2017, worst screenplay with Roland Emmerich, Nicholas Wright, James A. Woods, and James Vanderbilt. For Resurgence. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. All right, so that is uh, Geostorm. Yeah, that's that's Geostorm for you. So this is going to be episode 70. And Aaron, yeah. tell, we haven't decided Verse. what we're going to do for episode 71, have we? No, not yet. But we will. Odd fucking, Wait, are we going to do Trog next? We'll see. We'll figure it okay. out. It'll be a surprise. Doing, we're doing Ford Fairlane as our 69th episode. Get it? Because he's probably not good. He's a mean person towards women because he's an asshole. And 69. Cause and because 69, 69 is fucking. Is fuck. Yeah. Ing. Yeah, exactly. So for childish reasons, this apparently is episode 70. I'm okay with it. Even though we're recording it first. And putting it out first. Oh, we're going to put this out first? I thought you meant we were going to do Ford Fairlane. Oh, no, dude. Week of, dude. It's, it's fucking release week. We're putting this out. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so we'll see you with episode 69 as we move into our final segment, which is what's on our radar this week? Aaron, what's on your radar this week? Um, I saw Blade Runner finally. Oh, isn't it great? It's fucking awesome. And... I I don't care about the first one nearly as much. Like I think this the the new one's better, like a lot better. It, it held my attention way better. All the 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 actual like design of it was better. Fucking Roger Goddamn Deacons crushed it as I was as just about to ask you about it. That whole fight on the uh, the water, like the flooding platform. Yeah. With the orange uh-huh. lights on the hover vehicle while Ryan Gosling's fighting What's-Her-Face. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Fucking awesome. And the Vegas scenes. And all the... Just even even just him walking to go get fucking food with all the crazy oppressive, <coughs> oppressive architecture or the bad guy's weird pyramid lair or whatever the fuck he is in. And Jared Leto didn't ruin a movie. Hooray. I mean, he's only in it for like six minutes. 
Yeah, and he was fine. Didn't bother me. I liked it a lot. I feel like we didn't need to have Harrison Ford in it. I get why he was there, but it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to be in there at all. Yeah, and they kind of gave it away in the trailers. It was like a marketing thing. Yeah. It totally was. Well, if he wasn't in it and, and you know, I, I mean, it's the only thing that he does nowadays is like, oh, they're redoing the thing that I was the star in. Guess I have to be in it. Like, I don't know. I don't understand why he was in it besides those reasons. Like from a story perspective, they could have cut him out entirely and it still would have worked just fine. Right. I mean, anyway, I think, uh, a lot of things. I loved it too, but yeah, I also don't think his presence hindered the movie at all. In fact, no, no, it, it definitely didn't hinder it. I just, you could have saved a half hour cause it was three hours long. It was very long. I didn't mind the length, honestly, nor did I, but I feel like a lot of people would. Yeah. That's probably why it's not making a whole lot of money. Although, you know, well, that, doesn't, that didn't hurt other movies like uh, The Dark Knight was two hours and 30 that's, minutes. That's true. And if anything, it's a strong point of view, which I want from a sci-fi movie rather than yes. like, that's shallow and a bunch of people went to see it. Yeah. And plus, we'll be talking about this a lot more over the over the years to appreciate it than, I don't know geostorm or happy death day yeah yeah it's gonna stick around it's it's definitely not gonna go away from the conscious right it's, it's actually be, like because it's it's one of the greatest sequels of all time honestly especially for a science fiction yeah. movie they're like oh, oh yeah. great they made a a fucking uh blade runner sequel with ryan gosling Ooh, hoo hoo well, yeah, but it was, I mean, like they got a great direct. It's, they got Villano for it and like they got I, everybody. I love and, him. He's so and motherfuck great. And Roger Deakins to be the fucking DP. Like they got everybody that's amazing in it and, and it was great. Fuck. I hope they bring Roger Deakins back to the um, uh, Bond franchise for the next one. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like him doing more stylized stuff. Well, I like him doing that for Bond. Like Skyfall was one of the most beautiful films ever shot. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about time that he wins a goddamn Oscar, regardless. Oh yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, the new Major Parkinson album's coming out, and it's amazing, and I love it. I probably already said something about it, but listen to it; it's great. It's called Black Box. Do it with your butt. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, So I've got two things. Uh, The Good Place on NBC came back. It's from the uh, Mike Schur, the creators of uh, the creator of Brooklyn Nine Nine and uh, Parks and Rec. It surprisingly rebooted, like continues after the huge twist at the end of season one. Aaron, you should watch it. I think you'd like it. It's uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, and it's Ted Danson and Kristen Bell who is surprisingly convincing as a terrible person. I wouldn't good think of her as that. It's kind of like when they cast George Clooney against type, you're like, ah, yeah. Oh, I see. All right, cool. Uh, so that actually works. And then second is halt and catch fires. Fourth and final season just finished airing. And I started watching it. Uh, you can stream it on Xfinity or on AMC's website. Uh, I'm really glad that they decided to give it a final 10 episodes 
but now it's jumped forward a few years. They're on the cusp of inventing the internet and they're finally in the nineties. So yeah, it's great to see the cast all together and give it the farewell that it earned over its, uh, middling first season, pretty great second season and superb third season. So definitely glad that they decided to support it and see it through to the end. Yeah. And that's it for me. Cool. So yeah. Um, Next time, whatever it's going to be. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you about it in episode 69. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll try to have a guest for Ford Fairlane because I don't want to talk about that. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it and we'll die. Just the two of I, us. I don't think we could make it if we tried. <laughs> we nope. could, but it wouldn't be as good, I don't think. Yeah, no. Anyway. Sean or yeah, something. so. Yeah, whoever. Uh, so, yeah, outro. There's oh, a storm and it's to... on the globe. Oh no, it's Watch going to be a The only person with the skills to override the back doors is that guy. Oh, it must be him. Bew guns in space. Geostorm. 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 Boo! Boo!